What it do, what it do, what it do. It's your boy, Andrew Schultz, here with Tip Talk Shit or Get Off the Pod. And I'm, as always, with Joseph Huggins himself, Old Man Huggy. Welcome, motherfuckers. What's up, man? How's it going? How are you today, sir? I'm doing all right. I I just uh, completed my first uh, license for the uh, new gig. Oh, so, really? Yeah, <laughs> 52 hours of work. I, 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 I put it in in less than a week and uh, pretty excited about that. Dang, there you go, man. Well, that's good. Congrats. Congrats. Leveling up. I see you. More notches. That's good, man. It's sunny as shit. You can, I'm almost glad. So next week you'll be able to see me. It's going to be creepy. But right now my room's like dark and it's like always looks the same. And it's so sunny because you're in Cali. And I always forget that you're like two hours in the past or some shit. So, <laughs> in well, the I mean, it, in the future. Um. <laughs> no, you're not in the future. Yeah, right. No, I mean, maybe, maybe in like your progressive nah. taxes and stuff ah. like that. Ah. Shout out. <laughs> Shout um, out. How are you? How are you? Um, I'm good. I actually gotten a, I've, it's been crazy. I've had, um, you know, it's been busy, busy holiday season. So that's always kind of crazy for me. And then I got some fam in town. Um, so one of my sisters was in town this like over the weekend. And so is my nephew. My nephew's actually going to kind of be in the area doing his internship, man. My nephew's got like the, first of all, this kid's like a genius, but second of all, he's got, listen to this hookup his internship he has a paid internship with a major distributor of golf clubs we'll just leave it at that and he works in like he's a what is it an industrial engineer is what he's studying to be so he's like all in like the day-to-day operations and efficiencies and it's super cool this bro's getting like 50 percent discount on all items getting the hookup on all of this golf gear, dude. I was like, man, I don't play golf, but I might start because you got the hookup. I have to say this now. So uh, our our boy Figure A, who does most of the music on uh, our podcast, uh, he has his own golf vlog, if you will, um, called Nine to Five Golf, and um, he he gets the same thing. Braids is um also starting his own clothing company uh that's a golf he would <laughs> golf he apparel. Would. yeah he would yeah it's called the uh, c like s e a to t o t t e so c to t and it's about being like a surfer golfer hmm yeah but that's nine very five, brave. Nine, nine to five uh nine to five is uh legit on instagram and he all the time like i got golf balls right now because uh he like we went out golfing and i ran out and he just gave me some that he got for free yeah i mean he's gonna get the hook up on all golf like all golf items i mean it's like a they're it's nice stuff and so it's pretty chill because he's gonna be in the area all summer doing this paid internship because it's for some reason of course it's based out of like the dfw greater metroplex area so it's dope for me because i got my 
nephew i'm gonna get to go take him to rangers games and like get him drunk and shit so that's gonna be awesome how old is he he's 22 okay okay yeah no he's 22 I just, I just, he's, he's yeah, going just, into his junior year of college he's he's, sure. cool. he's, sure. he's gonna be he's gonna be hanging out with unk and like so you know i'm adopted so it's my um so he's uh a caucasian male engineer he's the caucasity like, yeah i know yeah the oh the caucasity but he's um <laughs> he's like super awesome and um you know he's named after me actually so it's pretty tight so i'm like his, yeah no cap so i'm his cool older like black uncle that he's named after so it's the coolest thing ever i get it's like my job is great <laughs> you didn't know that yeah man how would i know that i don't know yeah i mean yeah he's my nephew is named after me for sure and he's like this super smart engineer former college football player that's cool yeah, it's tight. So I get to hang out with them like all summer. So I'm super stoked. So I got to see them over the weekend and spend time with a bunch of my family and him. And, you know, he's finally, when I lived in Denver, he was up there and, you know, we would go to like basketball games and shit, um, you know, but he was still like, you know, 16, 17, 18. So it's chill, but it was just different. Now we can like go to the bar and go get a beer, you know? Yeah. So, we, yeah. So it's, I took him to, uh, to Anamia's, bro. What is Anamia's? It's the place with the table side guac. They do the well, table side guac, and it's well, like way overpriced. I, I mean, I didn't get it, but it's. I remember me Cosina in uh, Town Square in South Lake. Yeah, yeah, that was my shit, dude. Uh, the they're everywhere now. Really? Oh they, yeah, they franchise it. Yeah, dude, they're everywhere. I thought, I thought they got bounced or something, um, but mm-hmm. no, like the queso that they would do with like the like. I forget what it was called, but like, and I, and like, I thought it was like some amazing thing, like the name of it. And then I like learned a little bit of Spanish <laughs> you, um, and it was like, just like queso and tortillas, but they would wrap it up in a tortilla and it was just like so good. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They can get really get you with um, like text or just Spanish food with like the names. It could be like camarones de zapatos. You're like, Ooh, that sounds good. I know, it's but like this one was so basic. The shoes. You're like, what? That sounds horrible. <laughs> this one like, was no, so I basic. don't want that. Yeah. yeah it was like queso, <laughs> queso y tortilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it was amazing. It was fucking amazing. And it still is like, I dream about it. Well, it was just trippy. Cause I was like, Ooh, I'll get like a frozen Marg. He was like, I'll get one too. I was like, Oh hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> now i just had a flashback i'm not even kidding on my 16th birthday uh i had i i had it at Nicosina. yeah specifically for the case <laughs> that's that's fair dude i think every i think everybody's made a really bad not that that's a bad decision because it wasn't great. bad it was fun as fuck it's great yeah i know but yeah i'm saying like you've wanted to have a birthday dinner at some place strictly because of like one item that's like the most that's the that's a, such a great analogy for being a kid in general like you can eat anywhere and get whatever you want you're like i want burger king because they have chicken fries and your parents are like fuck yeah let's go bro like they don't know but you don't understand bro you don't waste those when you're you, you don't understand I had all of like the A-list shorties from the high school there and all Serving them cheese. Oh, <laughs> that's how you get it. It's Texas, bro. That's how you get them. Hey, ladies. No, they just, they didn't know what they were getting into, but I also had <laughs> all of like the dirt bags, uh, you know, from the high school there. So, uh, Patrick, yeah, I'll just call him. Fuck it. Patrick, uh, was there, you know, PT. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we left um, from there, uh, got drunk, 
and uh, he got his first tattoo that day. It was a sh- it was a shamrock. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> on my birthday, motherfucker. That's like that's like that's yeah. like getting yeah. like like asking somebody to marry you on uh, somebody else's like like at somebody else's at somebody wedding. else's wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's like isn't that like some nightmare or something they talk about where like that's like a giant fear or like yeah stealing someone's shine that is kind of a shine stealer no, um you couldn't steal my shine at my wedding like three people are getting engaged like i, I would celebrate it yeah i mean if you're yeah no i don't know i think that's in bad taste as well if you got it, if you guys for if, them what but... would be funnier is if it'd be funny it'd be i guess it'd be less tasteful if you don't know the person so if you're like just like a guest like it's like someone yeah, who's yeah. like like a c-lister at a wedding and with a plus one and that plus one asks the c-lister to marry them or vice versa they're like who's the who the fuck is that bitch like what is going on right that would probably be but if it was like your sister's wedding unless you got some weird beef i don't know no that's no i don't know what well, like i was listening to uh a story about this interjection where the sister like played some prank and stood up and was like, oh, I object. Like, did some fake objection to her at her sister's wedding. And it was like some big, like, fallout. And there was some fight, supposedly, or something like that. I was reading some article, listening to some shitty radio show about it. And um, I was like, yeah, I don't think there's ever a good time. You don't think you can joke around like that unless you really know that person or y'all are tight. Well, what like, if you, what if, what if the, like, wedding that you proposed to, like, to your significant other at, um, like what if that marriage got a divorce before your your wedding <laughs> interesting so, so so you're planning your wedding you're like every, you're talking about how I, I proposed to her um at this wedding and then they're divorced before you get the wedding that would be weird see i yeah i don't, I don't know like i think you just can't really mess with people's mojo like wedding mojo i guess you just got to leave it alone I'm always nervous when they're like, do you object or something cringy happens? I'm like, because that's a well, part of someone's like memory for forever. Well, I'm going to a wedding uh, in a month and it's the Vato, my uh, former coworker. And um, I told him that uh, I'm going to object. And it's not because I don't like his uh, fiance. I think she's great. It's just because he's so young. And he didn't consult me before he uh, proposed to her. Don't do that. I'm not Don't going. I'm not actually going to, but I, I've just threatened him with that. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you're a dick if you fucking do that. Yeah, it's, a, true. it's like, it's like if you were, if you were actually a good friend, you would talk him out or her out of it before it gets to that point. Yeah. But once it's at that point, then it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah for sure okay do you want to get into these therapy questions first yes i do and yes actually um yeah i'm into these okay yeah i'm down <laughs> let's go we don't well, i got them no i'm i'm yeah you do you kind of got to be into the therapy questions. no no you don't know like when you go to therapy you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen you don't have to be into any of it like you just start crying <laughs> <laughs> true there are some some days be like that you don't get to curate your like therapy all right y'all therapy episode 40 wait so way. are you are you leading my therapy right now besides the therapy that like i'm a guardian does that mean that you're i i'm your therapist 
oh my god what the fuck is going on okay. it's better than it's better than me <laughs> i don't have a therapist right now so you're lucky <laughs> okay that's great my therapist doesn't have a therapist no i'm the king koopa yeah <laughs> good <Not>. lord <laughs> I thought I was doing so good and I realized I'm so far <laughs> off the tracks. It's not even funny. <laughs> that's that's the goal is to get the therapist who doesn't have one. That's like well, how you know you made it, dude. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> the fact that you're my therapist is making me have a breakthrough right now. <laughs> it's pretty powerful. That's right. Man. That's, right. that's right. That's right. You're welcome. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. We can talk. about it. <laughs> OK, therapy question number one. Joseph, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this is a therapy question, but stick with me. Well, I'm serious about this. Okay, well, I am too. <laughs> On an airplane, when sitting in the middle seat, who gets to use the armrests? I personally think that if I'm in the middle, I think if you're in the middle, you deserve at least one armrest. You get one. Okay. Whether so it be that, the right or to one? the left. The right or the left, you have to establish preferably, probably to the left. Because the person who has the window is gonna get that armrest already. Like what do you like? Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Well, so, it depends so, on which side of the airplane you were on, right? Well, no, so no, yeah. So well, no, if I'm in the middle seat, I'd probably yeah, I guess it does. But yeah, I mean, if I'm in the middle seat, I think that I should get the armrest in the middle right. So if I'm or like so if or middle left, if I'm facing forward, the one like, closest to the person sitting on the window. Yeah, because the window already has an established armrest, just like the aisle does. They already have established spots where like I have a spot to put my arm. So I think that normally based off who's the nicest or you can switch it up depending on the people um, you should be able, you should establish which, which armrest you want to take. Now, I mean, you can try to be a dick and take both and be like, well, I'm in the middle, but that's like a dick move. I think you, you, you pick a side. You're like, okay, man, I'm right arm chilling today. My right arm's posting up. This is what I'm rolling with. I'm going to let my left arm do its thing. I'm going to play my switch or I'm going to do whatever, be on my laptop and then well now that i think about it okay so i haven't been in the middle since i've been an adult because i'm a grown-ass man and i always get the aisle seat people also like 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 half the people are like aisle seat i'd much rather the window i'm like what the fuck are you talking about i just like the because i'm a little bit claustrophobic now a little bit a lot of bit of claustrophobic and so i just like being in the aisle and then I also can just like a uh, spit game at like um, the flight attendant. But um, so <laughs> <laughs> um, now that I think about it, and I did not think about this until you just started talking. Um, yeah, the person in the aisle should go to the to like the aisle armchair, lean on it, and then the person at the window should go lean on the window one, and the person in the middle gets both because you're in the fucking middle. Yeah, but I mean, see, I like to give. But they don't have to get the middle, but I'm see, just, I the mean, aisle, I mean, the aisle is I mean, a blessing. No. The aisle is a blessing and a curse to me because the aisle is great. But depending on who you're next to, you're going to you can have to move a shit ton if you're in the aisle. Spot. I'm so cool with that. No, you're cool with it. But sometimes it gets super old, man. It, it, it can be the aisle can the aisle is great, but can also it, the aisle is kind of a wild card. 
If you get the window seat, you're tucked in. So yeah, you can get the weirdo who's going to be next to you, but you can just kind of sleep, put your head up, look out the window, put in some headphones. But the aisle, like you're very exposed. So if you got a cringy ass person to your left across the aisle, I can bounce real fucking quick. (laughs) (laughs) No, they'll be like, sir, the the safety, the safety belt lights on. You need to stay seated. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, come back. Come back and talk to me. I got the cockacity to get up. Yeah, that's true. Life light is on. Yeah, I mean, if you're like flying Spirit or Frontier, they might not even have seatbelts. You can Which, just get up and bolt. No, 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 how dare you? Because that, <laughs> that, that is like the last couple of flights, not a couple, like the last few flights I've, I've been on were Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand the hate. Like, Spirit's it's, not that it's, bad. It's been it's just, great. It's been great. It's just bad PR. It was like Denny's had a rough spot because there was a lot of fights that were taking place at Denny's and people had videos and people were like, whoa, have you seen those Denny's fights? And then, you know, Denny's got a little rep right now. It's Waffle House. Waffle House has had some wild stuff going on lately. When has it never had wild stuff? Are you kidding me, dude? Like we've been up That's true. Like, like Waffle House at like 2.30 a.m. Like trying to get like our hash browns with cheese and ham. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody's getting stabbed. Like, I mean, not from us, but we're just witnessing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. <laughs> Waffle House is definitely <laughs> always rowdy. But Denny's, um, but, you know, like I'm just saying that it's gotten a little bit of a bad rep <laughs> yeah of and like, un- of, as it should unwarranted un- as it should Denny's um i just had, i just had the shorty over um and we were gonna order food and she's like oh she's like we can order from the burger den and i'm like no that's denny's it's like one of those ghost kitchens where they yeah 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 they lie about like <laughs> <laughs> that it's coming from Denny's. It's just the burgers from Denny's, and it's called the Burger Den. That's and awesome. I was like, "That's Denny's." She's like, "Oh." <laughs> but okay, but I think that if you're in the aisle, I like to give the person in the aisle every once in a while both armrests because, like, they're gonna have to move a lot. Like, if you're in the middle, you're already in the middle. See, so when I get on planes, first of all, I hate flying. I've gotten a lot better about it. I was fine when I was a kid, and then I didn't fly for like thirteen years. And then whenever I did fly, it was like the worst flight of all time and just like fucked me up. I was like too grown to be getting on a plane after that long, you know, um, and you know, maybe I ate an edible before, which was probably not a good idea. So like after that, I was like, Ugh. but it just gives me like a little bit of anxiety because like you said, it's kind of claustrophobic. But people, <laughs> I, I'll sit anywhere. I People will leave the middle seat. So sometimes, depending on how I'm feeling, I only listen. I listen to George Carlin when I fly because it makes me laugh. I listen to his whole joke about like airport security and his whole like stand up bit, like where he talks about flying and stuff. It makes me yeah, laugh. Yeah, I get weird about it. But then I just, I, I don't know. Like recently I've become like better at it. Like where I'm just like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Like it's just, but, yeah, it's but, just but, to take but, off. And, and then I'll just take some like unprescribed um Xanax, you know. See, yeah, I I don't I'll fall asleep if I chill or I have like my switch and I'll sit there and mash on something on my switch or work or read something, I'll be fine. But I don't really listen to like a taking, listen to a pod, podcast. Taking an edible before being <laughs> on a plane sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, and it was pretty I, rough. I was just watching Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> there are like just all sorts of fucked up on the plane to go to like switzerland <laughs> he just wakes up and he's strapped into like the chair and he's like yo dude let me out to like jonas Hill. yeah and he's like i can't dude the captain strapped you in yeah. he's like what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i mean yeah and like remember i told you i got like i've had i've been searched like 
So, you know, those little scanny things, if your hair, if your hair has got a little bit of water in it, it'll like ping. So there's times where I've like gone, take a what's, shower, gotten what, ready. No, gone no, no, no. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So the, they're in like, I mean, most airports have them, the little security scanner where they do the body scan. Oh, like the TSA. Yeah. TSA. Like other oh, times like, where, where my hair I, was really big and I like put I put my hands water. up and I had, I had uh, over a thousand dollars in cash in my hand. Uh, the last time I was on a plane. Because I was going to Vegas. And they're like, is there cash in your hand? I was like, yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, what? And I was like, I wasn't going to put my cash in the fucking conveyor belt. Yeah. No, Um. but my hair has been wet. That's ridiculous. By the way. Is that cash in your hand? It's like I a thought it was the ba- most baddest ass, like, fucking, like. Flex? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I just think- said you bought yourself 20 extra minutes talking to somebody, rubbing you down. Nah, I did. I got the cacacity. Um, I took the money clip off, though, and I put that in the, and, like, through the, the scan, like, the conveyor belt. Yeah. But just kept the cash on <laughs> me. That's fair. Um, no, uh, so one time I was traveling, it was flying back to Texas and man, I've been searched like so many times for the dumbest shit. Like if my hair is ever wet, they'll, they've, I've had my hair peeing on that fucking thing and they pull me aside and someone with gloves is like picking through my hair, like a lemur, like, all right, so what <laughs> you got in here? I'm like, dude, like get the fuck off me. And it's like, and what's really funny is like, there's <laughs> so one time I went, I'm not even kidding. So one time I went, and for some reason, in like my groin thigh area, it pinged for some reason. And there's a little cube. And okay, so and I was with this you girl. Got, so, so, so your balls are wet. I guess it's or what something. you're saying. I've never heard not, of this. Yeah, man. No, man. There's hey, there's people out there that it's I know, pinged. I believe you. I'm just yeah. saying. So and it's this black dude, this older black guy, and he pulls me aside and he's like, Look, dog. He's like, All right, man, like I gotta do this. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take my hands like this, I'm gonna rub them up and down. Cross the front of your legs, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do, I'm sure you're chill, but I got to do it. I'm hard right it now. It was like, it was like, it was, the, it was so chill. And I was like, I was like, all right, man, like, no worries. It's all good. And he's just like, yeah. So the whole, what's, what's in tech? What's Houston, dog? What you doing down in Houston? <laughs> Trying to like, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to this wedding with this girl. It was the funniest shit ever. But, but like, I've, I mean, like I told you with the dog, whenever I like, I, I said, hey, what's up, pup? And then that dog indicated, and I, I mean, I got searched. I've indicated, they're like, you, you've you indicated for explosives. I was like, what? Like, what the fuck? And they've like searched through all my shit and run some little swab through it and then put it on this machine. And then it pings. It's always clean. I'm like, dude, like, what's going on? Like, I'm not kidding. Every time I go to the airport, either there or back, no matter where I'm going, whatever time I'm going to get stopped. Some, some, some dude, some old white guy, some or some old black man's gonna sit there be like rubbing my thighs down for 20 minutes like i'm about to run the 300 meter hurdles so my homie (laughs) Devato, who's getting married that i'm gonna object at the wedding even though he was kind enough to invite me um he he, (laughs) sounds (laughs) so shitty he's no i'm not gonna do that but he's from guatemala and um uh him and i've been interesting accent Sorry. Well, you know, I, I said it before, like when you were on the podcast, that's yeah. why I, that's why I did it again. But um, it was when you were a guest before you took over. Um, he uh, I've been on multiple business trips with him and he would always he would tell me like, you know, before the first one, he's like, I always get stopped. I always get stopped. And I was like, come on, man, we'll be fine. And every single time 
I'd be like putting my shoes back on and he's and I, I'm like yeah where's 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 the vato and I turn around and they're just giving him shit and I was like god damn it and then I would just sit there on the bench until he got done and then I'm like all right you ready oh dude it's, it's still a level to where like one time I didn't get searched and whenever I got to Vegas they'd like there was like it was taped up and there was a card that was like TSA opened your bag I was like they left they let me go through but somehow they stopped and searched like my bag god damn it like leave me alone um I mean oh oh, so oh and for the record so then dude gets done rubbing my pants down he's like oh dog you scrape and then we leave we get on the plane did you have an orgasm we get back to Texas Bro, this girl that I was going on this trip with the entire time went through the scanner, put her bag in. She had like a bag of weed and a pipe in her hoodie pocket. She was like, I got in security and then realized I had it. And then I somehow I got searched. What? What do you mean somehow? You know why? They're like, his dick's indicating. Pull him aside. Come here, buddy. Pop a squat. Yeah, that's a strong flex. It's like I don't even have a chair for me. Nah, pop a squat. I'm just squat right there. Did you tell the girl you're like, yeah, my dick was so he was so, so legit both, it that, was, that, it, that it, I got pulled over by TSA. It was it was pretty funny. It was pretty. She was laughing, and then he was. um Did you hook up? With he was so. Girl? He was so. Did you hook up with this girl? No, no, no. What? But um, it wasn't like that. But totally was so uncomfortable with the entire thing. Of like giving me the rub down, like it was the most he, awkward. He shit. loved it. Nah, he didn't seem to. I've gotten the rub like was... down, but like it's just I'm never worried about it. I'm just like, yeah, touch that. Well, no, I'm just like, oh, they're gonna search me. When they're like, oh, you've vindicated for bomb stuff. I'm like, what? Like, what the hell are you talking about? It's all those fireworks you've been like they throwing took, at they people took... and like lighting like fields on. No, that. no, man. Like I'm telling you, like to, to the level of like I have like my ID in my pocket i have all my stuff everything's put away nothing's in my pockets like like shoe like i wear sandals so i can you're, just kick those off you're I'm not like, like steven tyler like wearing boas and shit no i'm like in the zone of like prep of getting ready to just walk through and be left alone to where they're like I mean, oh I hey average joe and instead no like, you're not here. an average joe bro hey lenny kravitz you're an average bro come you're on an average here. bro no i'm not don't say that <laughs> I'm just telling you how it works. It's not like I like want this to be the case. It's just it's obvious like why they're like yeah screening you harder than me. And I'm nervous too when I go through, and it's just because of all the weird. Well, you're going through with cash. They're like, leave him alone. He has money. Leave him alone. Look at I'm him. I'm going to Vegas for look at LA. this rich. Look at this rich son of a bitch. Get on, get on <laughs> through there, you you bastard, you snowy bastard. That's exactly <laughs> what they're saying to you. And they're like, come here. Over here, buddy. I, I actually left that same time. I left my laptop that I'm on right now, the supercomputer, in my backpack. In my backpack. Super. And they're like, they're like, whoa, who left their laptop in the backpack? And I was like, oh, I thought I just had to get my cell phone out. And they're like, whoa, this laptop is nice. Is this the, and they like started naming the laptop. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, all right. And they just like scan it through again. And they're like, all right, you can go ahead. <laughs> And, oh man and also also here's a couple hundred like just in case like you know <laughs> dude if i was flying out of like alabama airport they'd be like with my i could take uh, my I, laptop, I would never talk to you again i could take my <laughs> laptop i could take my laptop out of it and put it in a bin they'd be like he's got one of them learning books he's got one of them <laughs> this he's lettered stop him 
bring them over here. Come here now. Come here. That's they, they would like, I'm, like you know, the amount I get stopped. I'd have to fly out there and bail you. And I just want to be like, I'm just like, no, like leave me alone. It'd be like some to kill a mockingbird shit. I have to go on trial. I'm just like, like Bro. get your ass. One out time, I'm not even kidding you. One time I got pulled over and not to like make this a totally different subject, but I got pulled over and I was in my I was in my car. My car was registered to my dad. Um he gave me he had an, he had a car and he just gave me the extra car because I was carless for a bit and got pulled over. And then, dude, like we have the same last name. But like, I guess if you run like who the car is registered to, it's registered to some like 72 year old like white guy in Dallas. But man, he was hassling me like I stole this car and I was trying to explain to him that I'm like adopted and that like my dad's like my family's Caucasian and like it's like my parents are white. Like I'm that's like me. Like here's my ID. Our names are the same. Like I'm pretty sure when I got a ticket or something when I was a minor, like he's attached to that. You can see that we're related. I mean, it was like a two hour long event. He's like, you steal this car? And I was like, no, like I think my my dad knows I have it. God damn. Yeah, some watch it. All right, y'all. <laughs> Therapy question number two. Joseph, what would a time machine look like if it existed? Well, I mean, what I would want it to look like is kind of would be either the magic school bus because Miss Frizzle's lit. Um, and I feel like that, that bitch could go back. She would... She's kind of promiscuous. Yeah, but dope. yeah, dog. I don't, I don't know if I've talked about this before, on here before, but she's like the she was she would be fired like in a day. She's going on these like uncertified field trips. Hey, what'd you guys do today? Well, the oh, most- Miss Miss Frizzle shrunk us down, and we went inside George's body, and he ate us, and then he shit us out. Like I don't think I don't well, think there's the most the most <laughs> unrealistic the most unrealistic part of uh, Magic School Bus is that. There's a classroom with only eight kids. That's true. That's like that's got to be like a Montessori school or something like that. That's on the <laughs> next level, or like a I went to a, I went Jewish? to a I went to a Montessori school. It's not it was, Jewish, right? It was lit, and I got kicked out. I was in Montessori school for pre-K, and then they wouldn't let they wouldn't let me go to first grade. They kicked me out, and then I started going to <laughs> to Carroll Elementary. No cap. They almost sent me to Johnson. That's where the bad kids would go to school. They almost sent me to Johnson Elementary. Two girls in my pre-K, Honey Tree is what it was called, uh, chased me down and kissed me, like, against my will. Well, I had a girl in... Hey, you know who went there with me? Who? You'll never guess this. Billy. That's wild. See, I'll tell you, there's someone in, that... In California, when we were in preschool. That's... No, but that's believable. Is that fucking man. crazy? Yeah, but I mean... We the, didn't the... even know that. Until like way after the fact. Yeah, we were in the same like class picture. We're like, what the hell? That's crazy. I know. That's pretty tripped out. Uh, the time machine, or it would I want it to look like not the the DeLorean from Back to the Future, but at the end of Back to the Future three, whenever he's got that train. Do you know what I'm talking? That? Who's seen that? What are you talking about? I mean, Ever, I've seen Back it, to the Future. Come on now. You're losing well, there's the at the at, no, absolutely not. At the end, there's a part where he shows up and he's got like his family. He's got like a kid and he's like, "Oh, Michael J. Fox, you know, 
keep shaking or something really like in bad taste later on. And um, he's, but he's on this train and he has this time machine train that looks lit as fuck. It's like a full blown train. I would want a time, time machine train, something like that. But what would it look like? I mean, maybe something like a little capsule pod or something like that, like a Stargate with Kurt Russell, like a portal. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, if times where the, where's the portal coming from though? That's like what well, I'm thinking about. It depends on how you how you would view it. So if you if you think that all that time is continuous and it's happening all around us all at once, then you would just be able to like go into another space of where that time is taking place. So well, technically, it's creating would, the portal. Well, that I mean, I don't know if I could knew. That's what that's, that. I think that's what the question we is. It's like wouldn't what is be that? doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm if saying I could what, do that, what does it look like? Well, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what the portal would look like. Probably, I mean, I'd hope it'd be something like I said, like, like a, a school bus. No, well, I mean, that's if you could like, if you, if I had to pick something that I would want it to be, like that'd be dope. But if it's a portal, it'd probably be something like Stargate. But Stargate was like connected to a wormhole, so like where with you know you go and and you pop up in another spot, which is in well, that's galaxy. what that is what time travel is, right? Well, no, that was, yeah. I mean, you would technically, to go that amount of distance in space, you would have to, you would essentially be almost time traveling, right? To get there instantly, because that's I think such a far look, distance. I think it should look like like an old school, like ancient radio, like not ancient, but old school radio or something. Like the, movie, freq- like the movie Frequency. I don't know. My dad like collects like um, antique radios and stuff. I have access to like 15. <laughs> that's a weird flex i've got access to 15 old radios yeah, do you know who them. you're fucking with that's <laughs> true my dad you don't know who you're fucking with buddy listen you son of a bitch i got more radios than cuba gooding jr i'll put uh, <laughs> i'll put i'll put the am 590 on right now and you have but, to um, listen to it frequency that's actually a pretty good movie um yeah i mean or it could be it's Maybe like the the Great Glass Elevator from Willy Wonka at the end of Ooh, Willy Wonka. Ele- elevator is pretty. That's pretty legit, actually. Now that I think about because they were talking about making an elevator to space, and it was like um, that sounds like a horrible idea. No, well, it, uh, I don't know about horrible, but because I hate you know I'm claustrophobic again. Um, getting stuck in an elevator, stuck fucking in an elevator, and yeah, like the but no, no, but exosphere, this, this is stratosphere. Fuck this that. is different. Like it's like once you get like high enough it's like the gravity shifts um to where it's not pulling you down to the earth it's pulling you up and so you just shoot up and so that that's kind of the idea no it sounds terrible don't put me no no way that sounds worse like that because so but that's a i mean i don't know if you've read the charlie and the chocolate factory books and all that and willy wonka and the great glass elevator like the sequel Oompa. Oompa. but that like shit just keeps going like into space like in like when it ends and they oh, shoot there's up a, there's a destination hopefully well i mean yeah in, like the books there is it's like some like, no space. and and the idea of like this is like literally i don't like, know people, man <laughs> people are trying to figure this out like like a space elevator is what it's called like google it um, I know that just sounds like I don't know that's just so high up I don't know there's so many different factors you have to have a no fly zone around the space elevator that would be the structural good. integrity of that would be interesting to see how they would like complete that because that that's going to be epically weird and to build okay well think about like have you heard of the hyperloop 
Yeah, I know the Hyperloop. I mean, okay, so the same same kind of technology, where it's like you're using like the forces of gravity and nature um, on itself, and so it's not like you're just like launching a rocket up this elevator. It's like more like you're using like physics, like to like get up there to launch random people into space and space, then bring- space elevator, y'all. That sounds terrible. That sounds like an awful. But you know what I would you would you do it? Claustrophobic, uh, Mr. Well, claustrophobic. What I was gonna, yeah, kind of like. Well, if there was a destination, like I mean, you have to establish the destination first. It's like, yeah, how do you get go. back from being on elevator to space? Exactly, safely. Exactly, There's but like um, too much science are, going on for me to trust it. That's like that's the whole thing. Like with flying. Well, I'm that's like, why it doesn't exist right now. But like. Um, <laughs> What I was realizing, and like literally just earlier today, I was watching a fucking commercial, um, uh, and it was these kids going down in a inner tube, like like a closed um, water slide, um, and having a great time. And I realized, like, I had a great time going in like the black hole is what they call. I was it. gonna say the black hole, baby. Yeah, let's go. It was so fun, and I was like, I wasn't really claustrophobic then, so. I think I could deal with like a space elevator. Yeah. I also think that we, there, as we get older, we like, we weigh the consequences so much more than we do when we're kids. So like if, so that, I mean, that, that applies to a lot of different things. So, you know, like I can still kind of skateboard, but I don't fuck around on my skateboard anymore. I haven't broken my ankle yet, but like there could be a day and it's probably going to be hopping on my skateboard and trying to do some stupid shit, you know? But um, I'm, I'm about to like paddle out like into like six foot waves, like as a 35 year old. Like, yeah, but that's, but that's completely, but that's totally different because yeah, it's way more gnarly. It, it, well, yeah, but I mean, I guess the consequences are different. Like, yes, you could drown yeah. and die, which is <laughs> like horrible. Yeah, but you could die riding a skateboard. I could also crack my elbow. Can you really? What? Yeah, people get hurt, man. You could go I mean, like if you go if you go really big, I guess. But like, you could re- like you could definitely get hurt. Like, I don't know about. Time. I don't know. I follow I follow Hall of Meat on Instagram, and it's just like people that like are skateboarding and BMXing and their crashes. And yeah, man, people get hurt pretty quickly. Yeah, hurt. I don't know about death. I don't know. I want to like break an arm or something. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> okay. Y'all therapy question. Number three, old man, huggy. Why do humans wear clothes? <laughs> this is the stupid part, but no other species do. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's like the our self-awareness and our level of consciousness and like with ourselves and our surroundings is made it and society's deemed it appropriate to wear clothes. I think people should wear clothes, but you know. Well, so I think it was like wearing clothes was like a form of like protection at first. And then humans being the creative beings that we are. It's like, okay, well, if I'm going to wear this, like, what, why not make it look like flashy or cool? And then then it just like evolved, evolved, evolved. Yeah. I mean, standing out and being an individual is important and peacocking. Yeah. Peacocking, which is Um, an animal. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I have read Sash, you should love me more type shit. Cause I mean, things were so much more primitive back 
in earlier times. And it probably was just like originally like a cup, like for your balls. So that you don't like hurt your dick. Yeah, hurt your dick. And then and yeah. it, took them, it took them a while to figure that one out and, too. Exactly. I, mean, I don't even know if they figured that out. But um, but yeah, and then it's just like, oh, well, if I'm going to do this, then what, a, you know? And then uh, I heard a man though uh, created the bra. I believe that. The brazier. The bro. <laughs> it's from Seinfeld. Yeah. It's the man. It's the man. It's the man brazier that George's dad comes up with. It's called the bro. It's like great. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just watching uh, comedians in cars with coffee, like with Jerry Seinfeld, like binging it while I was like working these licenses that I'm studying for, for finance. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So I just think it was like protection at first and then humans are just humans and we just got flashy with it. Yeah. But the the second part of the question but no other species do it's like yeah why are you fucking kidding how would they man that mongoose looks great in those chinos over there and they have fur and like they wouldn't be alive anyways like if they didn't have like their natural protections right yeah because they've a lot of them even like insects they'll evolve and have armor yeah like you said fur extra layers of skin or fat so i mean it's completely different yeah. We're not, we're not suited to like live like naturally like, oh, humans should live in Alaska. So like natives that are from Alaska have like learned how to survive in that area. And yeah, you know, whale blubber and like, and like, yeah, I mean, hella, like, like polar bear fur. And I mean, I think that a lot, you know, um, climate shifting throughout history and the migration of people has also had a lot to do with what they wear, what they don't wear. Um, you know, Vikings would wear something completely different than say the Aztecs would wear. But I mean, you know, that's a, those are completely different climates. One's like tundra, like cold as shit and out in like icy sea waters. And the other ones in the jungles of like Mexico and South America. So it's, you know, it's completely different. It's kind of like part of like the, like how humans came up and to be like the head of the food chain. It's like, it's like, uh, we're moving into like these different climates let me kill this animal that like survives in this climate and then take like their their like protection which is like their fuck like literally their fucking skin yeah yeah and then but then but then there's protect ourselves and then there's the native americans who like throwing up like feathers and stuff and it's like that's more of like an attractiveness thing like so there's like two like at least two like reasons to do it well yeah but also when you think about comparing you know someone like something like the Aztecs or the Mayans or someone, one of these established Native American like societies compared to someone who's like going out in boats and fighting with swords. I mean, it was like, you know, what they needed, they didn't need the same level of protection. Like they were, you know, their their but, fights but there were was, different. there was feathers in the Native Americans. Oh yeah, yeah, but there was definitely but, but a lot of like there's the and Viking like, horns. Yeah, yeah, there were, there's definitely a lot of Which like don't paint serve and beads and gold and yeah definitely some flash and like luxury or aesthetically appealing and I've actually, stuff we always do that yeah and i've actually and i think this goes beyond humans because i saw like some planet earth shit or like a derivative of it and it was like this bird that goes and gets like um like trash like from humans and then like builds like 
a nest and then other birds will come and try to swoop it and it's like to attract like um like a female hmm. and so they're just like trying to like show off that they have this shit. Had, yeah i've i've been battling these birds at work I've, <laughs> the I've pigeons talked, the pigeons man i got rid of them right i fucking got rid of them pigeons are gone i dude they went through this on top of this machine and have removed had like literally pecked off and tossed all the spike strips i put down that like i don't know how they landed on them i don't know how they like did that but they removed like two layers of spike strips what to like start another so i went dude i went ham i got i was there Ooh, i was there early i had a ladder Hold on as your as your lawyer are you gonna do anything crazy did you no, no, no. But like they were starting to try to build another nest. It's the same ones I got rid of. Like I'll never forget these fucking pigeons, the dead look in their eyes. So in the morning I had to go and with a ladder and like clear this whole thing out and re-spike strip it and like 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 bracket these things to the ground. These pigeons, man, they're out of control. They're like super villains. Sorry, that's they're pissing Straight me up. off, man. Like I was like, oh my god, they're trying to build another nest. Because I got there and they they like someone was sitting sitting down outside and they plucked one of them off and threw it off, like literally threw it off and it like landed on the ground this like huge spike strip and this woman's like oh my god it was these two fucking pigeons man dude i don't even know what to say about that we gotta move on um sorry man i'm just like frustrated no i know i am too um okay so um y'all we're going to go into like a little bit of a less funny, less humorous uh, zone. Um, Joseph, do you want to like lead us off on this or do you want me to? Yeah. I mean, I'd just say, you know, um, if you're not interested in any type of conversation about some of the stuff that's happened recently in our country, when it comes to just like some violence and stuff, I'd say, you know, Maybe this isn't the episode for you. Um, we appreciate, always appreciate everyone listening, but, you know, we're going to talk about some sensitive topics. So just, you know, trigger warning, I guess, just, you know, give everyone a heads up. Um, you know, it's not it for everybody. And we're going to try to, you know, be as respectful as possible of everyone's opinions. We're really just going to try to discuss some facts, um, you know, give our personal takes on a couple things, but, um, you know, this is just some stuff that needs to be discussed. And, and so it's going to be a little bit more of a serious episode so we you know hope y'all understand the kind of tone change if that makes sense yeah so set it off yeah um well you know we just recently um we didn't really talk about it before but before we get into the recent event we had you know the awful act that happened in buffalo recently where I wanted, yeah i wanted to say that because you know like i feel like that's being overshadowed um but yeah go ahead sorry um you know we're a, a person who we will not name drove about 200 miles um to go to a predominantly black neighborhood and went to a grocery store and uh, meanwhile was utilizing the same platform that we're on right now um one of them to stream um and streamed this horrific assault where he went into a grocery store and you know, took a bunch of innocent people lives while specifically targeting black people, um, you know, and released what 180 page manifesto, something insane about his copy and pasted though, copy and pasted like that's the thing like he didn't have like, 
say. No, no, you're good. No, I mean, and, you know, so he released that he was arrested um, with, he basically gave up. I mean, there's, it's, it's really crazy because he live streamed, you know, a good 50 seconds to like two minutes, somewhere around there. Like it was less than two minutes. It wasn't a super long clip, but he like live streamed it on the internet of him, like just pulling up, driving up to this place and then you know, doing this horrific act. And then he was arrested um, without any real incident. They cuffed him. Um, How convenient, had, you know, you know, and he had, you know, white, he's a white dude and it's like with a gun in his hand. And it's like, they're just like, hmm. Yeah. Well, that, and, that, that bothered me. And I mean, you know, there's all sorts of speculation, but I mean, from what I understand, he was um, reported before that before this happened um about making threats and making threats about hurting people um was investigated and then wasn't charged with anything and kind of just like shoot away and then he so he went out and legally purchased his firearm and you know carved a racial slur on one of the aim sites and went out and and i'd suggest do not look up this video do not watch it i don't even think it exists i think it's been scrubbed from the internet at this point it hasn't well, the, if you watch that, you know, that's, yeah, that you're, the, there's no, the glorification of those actions, it makes no sense to me. And then it's just been, that's been a lot of, um, I feel like, lack of accountability. I mean, and I don't, it's not that even for me, I mean, we can get more into it, but, you know, this is, I don't think that this is a political issue. It shouldn't be a political issue. I feel like everyone kind of says that disingenuously, but I really don't think it should be. It's frustrating when we talk about like innocent people being like having their I think lives. It's, it's a national issue. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, 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 it, a, it's it, an like issue for our country. Specifically for the country that Joseph and I live in, the United States of America. It's like, this is obviously like significantly different than every other country on the face of the fucking planet. Yeah, we suck ass. I mean, what do you have to say about the Buffalo incident? I think it's insane. I mean, that guy was um, eight. What I think he was eighteen or nineteen, right? Yeah, he was nineteen. Yeah, and he scouted out that uh, that grocery store ahead of time, a couple of months. And what I heard was that um, so he had a toothache. I'm not even fucking bullshitting when I say this. He had a toothache. He went to the dentist and the he said the dentist didn't fix it in his little manifesto. And then the dentist was Jewish. And then he was all about this like um, replacement theories that fucking T- Tucker Carlson out here on Fox News um, just like repeats. And he's talking about how the Jews are trying to replace white people with black people. Um, and he was convinced of this shit. And I think a big part of it is um, he's like, uh, you know, he's like a young person uh, who's still a man, still an adult, um, who has access to guns, but doesn't have access to like, and this is not any excuse whatsoever. Like, he just doesn't um, have access, like, he's an incel is what they call it. Like, he's a voluntary celibate. Like, he doesn't, like, have, like, the social contact with uh you know, well, the, the, the well, the that's other sex, like, anyway. yeah, incels are. We've seen there's been an uptick in like it's basically, you know, people who feel like they don't get the attention that they deserve, 
from girls or women and they think that they without lots a lot of them some of them will lack social skills they're normally pro old like traditional like relationship roles or like gender roles but they're but it's like to the extreme like they're they're all about like that some of them will say like oh i don't think women should vote it's like a very gross thing it's like a lot of anger is associated with it so it's like they feel like they're in you know incels yeah involuntarily celebrate so i think that's I think that's the most dangerous person in the world is a um, is like a young white male who um, doesn't have any social life uh, that has access to a gun like that. Well, I think that. I, well, and I've yeah, I mean, we can get more into it because, I mean, I've I really feel like that we're just the way that we've chose chosen to handle things is goofy as fuck to me like you can't go buy cigarettes. All right. Because they changed it. You can't buy jewel pods at 18 right well yeah i mean that's state by state all of this is state by state and that's what the problem is because this guy didn't live in new york right like he yeah he yeah, drove so, there yeah so it's like you have so it's like new york has really really strict gun laws however i think he came from pennsylvania i want to say mm-hmm. um, where they don't have strict gun laws and so it's like you can and and it's just like people talk about you know well what about all the uh chicago violence you know in illinois it's like okay well illinois and they have the strictest gun laws well, states next to them don't yeah you don't have indiana, to drive very indiana you doesn't doesn't have that so you just go to indiana and go get yourself a fucking gun and then drive across the border nobody stops you you know it's the same shit in this case so it's fucked up yeah well because of the lax i mean for, in my in my opinion because of the lax gun laws in indiana and the surrounding states it makes it to where like all the gun violence in chicago is like all like reactionary like like you don't know that like that's what i was trying to explain to someone i was like you have a system set up to where it's easy for a felon to go walk into a gun show and buy a gun or buy one privately without any checks and balances and he's like yeah but he's you know but that makes him a criminal and it's like yeah but then you find out about it after the fact exactly after after he gets caught doing something with it or if he does that's when you know that that felon has broken the law by having a gun there's there's no there's no real like universal system set up and or set in place where you can catch that guy when he goes and tries to buy a fucking gun and i think it's crazy that you can't rent a you can't rent a car till you're 25 so if you total your car at 19 that you pay for and you have the insurance for and you're trying to um i was talking to um my sister about this and if like if like i think it was her friends like kids it was like 19 got in a car wreck the car was totaled and they couldn't get the rental car because they're not 25 they're like 19 or 20 so the mom had to take the rental car out because they weren't old enough to take out a rental car but for that same person's been able to go buy a firearm for the past two years and i mean i was so impulsive and so angry when i was 18 19 that the fact that um like I shouldn't, I, I mean, I just don't think that like, I think if you're going to do at least anything, universal checks and like maybe like 21, put an age, put an age cap on it for when you're like a federal age cap, when you're like able to go out and purchase one and still go through universal background checks. Cause I mean, there's people like who are, who just get domestic violence charges dropped off, dropped against them. And then they go into Walmart and buy a gun two weeks later. Like that guy shouldn't be able to go do that. That's like, and we have a system where it's all, it's, we all feel most remorseful. It's all hindsight. Everything's hindsight. Oh, well we should like, we should like, we're not proactive. This is the one thing we're not proactive in. 
We're proactive in taking yeah. away your your and choice pro- of your no, choice of healthcare healthcare options, women, but not when it comes to this. But we're you know we're progressive in making sure that we're going to cut taxes and make sure super rich people don't pay have to pay taxes because they're going to put that money back into the economy and free market, which is bullshit. They just hoard it constantly. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be proactive in that, but we won't be proactive in this topic it makes no sense to me it makes no sense to me that like that the gun lobby has this much money to where they have a like a literal stranglehold over these politicians that won't do anything about it like i don't get it it's like how do they have that much money like i like i feel like all these other industries like the tech industry and all this other shit has way more money like why are you even talking to the gun lobby yeah well because the gun lobby that's like you know the tobacco lobby that's like old school man like i tobacco like we got nra is why i hate easter because charlton heston's like you can pry it from my cold dead fingers i'm like fuck charlton heston i ain't watching a 10 commandment bullshit so i I hate easter i hate easter because of the nra Um, so can we get into texas because well yeah but i mean yeah so within texas i mean texas is just like um is such a mess um I mean, it starts, you know, Greg Abbott cut about $200 million from mental health um, programs and stuff like that. Um, I was seeing, you know, that the largest provider of mental health, um, like intervention and helping people is the uh, prison in Harris County, Texas. Yeah, no, that's in the entire fucking country is the largest mental health provider in this country is the prison system. Well, that's in the state of Texas. Yeah, in the state no, of Texas. I, yeah, I, no, I know, I, but I mean, I heard that's this before this. Like, that, that's what it is. That's like my. That's baffling to me. So, and then, but then it's a, supposedly a mental health issue. Yeah, um, but it's okay. Ah, man. Like, okay. It, yes, I don't know if they would have caught him with the mental health stuff, the red flags, the background checks. I don't know. The fact that, that an 18-year-old on his 18th birthday can go buy this gun is insanity. It, and then he bought multiple magazines, like, you know, like a gun of, like, war. It's like, why is that even yeah. a fucking available? Why? My mom was, to, like, asked me, she, like, like during, like, when we're trying to figure out, like, what was going on, she's like, and she found out, like, what happened, and she's like, well... I don't she's like why does like a rifle have magazines i'm like no this is an assault rifle and she had no idea and, and she's like oh well that doesn't make sense she's like like hunters don't go out and like kill animals with an assault rifle i'm like yeah no shit and she's yeah. she's like so conditioned to where she's like trying to get like like the back of like and she doesn't own a gun she never shot a gun you know my parents don't own a gun i don't own a gun you know and it's like but she's so conditioned to where it's like well like they maybe they should have like be allowed to have this and then she like, finds out what it is and she's like well i don't think they should have that i'm like yeah i know like well, i mean if we just have a mental health crisis in this country if you want to say that then like that i especially with every you know, country does every country does but i mean we have we're so disproportionately like mass shootings 
like, yeah, just have these big issues with it. We refuse to take accountability for it. It doesn't matter like what side of the aisle you're on. It's the fact that if one innocent person is lost because of this and it can be avoided, like if there was an age cap and you had to be 21, those two kids who legally went and purchased them wouldn't have had those avenues to go do it. And if you incentivized it to where if you illegally sold a minor a firearm to where that private dealer, because there's a background, there's all these checks. If he's caught and known for doing that, that person would get in more trouble like and there'd be severe punishments for that person that's providing firearms like that to a minor they shouldn't be able to go he wasn't a minor dude no but no but no what i'm saying is if you raise the age if you raise the age cap to say like 21 let's say you raise it to 21 the the past two that we've seen those two the 18 and 19 year old would not have been able to go walk into an academy or a walmart or um in parkland um piggly wiggly or wherever and buy one yeah um okay like this really like really really bothered me like and i started crying when i found this out was when you know the big dick swinging motherfucking dudes in texas rolled up in the school and there's 19 fucking officers in the hallway and they didn't do shit and they just sat there and let those kids die yeah i mean that's it's disgusting the the well just you know we are like there's an issue with the response there's there's issues like the the lack of accountability across the board from like and they lied about it well yeah i mean of course i mean of course they're gonna try to cover their asses man like i mean and then that's they're gonna try to not make it try to soften the blow and make it not look as bad i mean there's a lot of people who thought that what beto did was distasteful and they're like i I was all about it i was all about that i was like yeah the mayor called him a a disgraceful piece of shit or some shit like that it's like no dude no like that's like he's like we need like if we're gonna like we're it's i'm the conversation is like tiresome like we need to like actually do something about it there's been so many issues and there's so many just especially like young people where like you can make a permanent decision off of like a really irrational thought or make like do something like i I was having this argument where i was like a gun's never a de-escalator they're like yeah it is i'm like no it's not it's way more of a threat if you're just hanging out and someone walks in and they're got a rifle strapped around their back that doesn't make you feel more comfortable in the 7-eleven you're everyone's like whoa why is that guy walking around with a gun like it doesn't like it like so to give such young people easy access to such devastating weapons is just doesn't make any sense to me. Like you're allowing these people to make horrible permanent decisions and refusing to like to step in and try to maybe um, provide. And then like, also like, how are we going to complain about how, how, like we just went to uh, a, a constitutional carry state where you don't even have to have a concealed carry gun hand license to carry a gun. It's like, that doesn't make me feel more safe. Now there's just like people who are untrained, at least whenever you have your CHL, you have to like go through a training course and those punishments are big. Like for y'all that don't know that Texas like made it legal to not have a permit to open carry a weapon. And um, I was going to ask you to that uh, meme you posted. I don't know if you want to call it a meme or not, but. Well, the, with, I have a bunch. with the teacher and like oh all, yeah all the baggage she has to handle yeah that that was intense yeah my mom's a teacher um yeah. so you know i mean i'm glad my mom is retired um i was glad she retired when she did she you know put in over 35 years in the game and 
hustler and a half, but you know, the stress is huge and it doesn't like, you know, they're like, Oh, we should have teachers carry. I'm like, no, like everyone just stop. Like, carry guns. Don't pay like, them. Like, like, yeah. Like worry about like, COVID, like all, like all that shit. It was so like, insane. Like, I mean, you know, I don't, I, I, I feel like pe- teachers are going to be leaving. Like there's a lack of safety for them. And there's a lack of obviously, you know, um, consideration for them and the workloads that they have to do and how much effort it takes. And they're highly criticized constantly. I don't know if there's a more scrutinized job in the world right now than being a teacher. And a teacher is I, some like, you know, you give me flat because I talk about Angie LeBoo and I talk about these other people, but those are teachers that have a huge impact in my life who like, I still talk to like, I, if, you know, have been there for me after I left their class. Um, when I was having issues and I was like a sophomore family issues at home, I could go talk, go to go roll up to Durham and go talk to my fifth grade grade teacher. Cause you know, like she's just the G like that. And she understood me. Like, these are some of the most important and impactful people in my life. And it's, so it's really, I mean, I posted that, I saw that artwork and it really like made me frustrated because it's like, that's totally what they're all dealing with. And it's just the complete disregard for them. And, and then, you know, in the process they're, you know, who they're they're in some ways you know like you see teachers put their lives on the line protecting other people's kids and like i mean not to speculate but i mean i doubt every teacher i'm sure a lot of teachers who've been in bad situations don't have felt a lack of appreciation like you know like the the the, they're so criticized and like and then it's just dumping more on them the solution is to put more on their plate I know. And these cops can't even go into the classroom, but you want this teacher to shoot? Like, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's just not, I mean, that's, it just doesn't make sense. There's, like I said, and we have, you know, politicians that are just completely in the pockets of the gun lobby and they have been for forever. Like Ted Cruz is just an awful person. I can't stand him. He's so disingenuous and so just full of it. It It's so frustrating. He's always been that way. I, I, I don't understand like the fan base for like him and then like Dan Patrick is awful our lieutenant governor we have all these guys that are just embroiled in like ethics scandals and all sorts of like insider trading bullshit um I mean and I live in Texas so I'm like immersed like I'm just surrounded in this shit I know. I'm surrounded like, by all we these both cor- kid, we both were kids like in that fucking state like this you know it's like it's 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 wild to me and then like you know these are and these are the moral compasses that our state chooses to make these decisions for us like these guys are like might, save, might not even save, save the babies save the fetuses but don't save the kids who are in the fucking classroom while there's a goddamn mass shooter it's insanity yeah it just it's well and like i said like there's not a, a focus on mental health, especially for some of these younger kids. And there's like, they turn a blind eye to it. Where, you know, some of these incel communities have done some, some of these guys have done lots of other things that have been horrible and have decided to use violence as their tool to get their point across. I watched this very interesting vice documentary where they talk about like, why, like, that's the, why that's the route. Like everybody takes different routes, but um, like, you know, there's a, there's a, with these certain groups, there's like, they want to punish people and like get their sort of like pound of flesh and use that as a way to have their life taken by someone else rather than doing it themselves. So like, they'd rather hurt, hurt a bunch of other people than just like inflict harm on themselves. They choose to, they're so angry at everyone that that's why they want to do it. So it's almost like they do something horrible to force somebody else to do it for them. It was like, it was very, it was a very interesting documentary. Um, it was maybe like 45 minutes long. I'm not gonna like, like, this sounds fucked up and it might make you even more angry. 
this guy said in his manifesto that if he finally decided to do what he did, because, not kidding, his toothache, he said, at least when I go to prison, I'll get dental care. Well, and that's a whole nother. That, how disgusting is that? Well, that's a, and that's a, that's a, yeah. it's a huge problem. I, I understand, but I'm just saying like, well, I'm just saying there's people so who so insane to me. Well, and that's, I mean, and this is, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I did mean, a I'm, podcast with the toothache. I'm, I'm definitely more like left leaning. Uh, I feel like that's pretty apparent than I am like, right. But I would say that like, I don't, like I would have voted for there's there's Republicans I would have voted for over Joe Biden who wouldn't no no like there are but they were like outliers and people that they're like oh screw that guy but that's but but I'm just saying like and it's the same with um whenever it was Trump and Hillary Hillary wasn't my first choice I probably wouldn't have voted for Hillary if I I, I did but I didn't I I because I didn't like Trump that much but what um I guess there's a there's a lack of accountability and want to intervene and give these people actual mental health reform. And there's, it's in whatever. Why, why do you think that is? I, I, that That's what I don't understand is like, we talk about this issue where it's like, Oh, it's all about mental health, mental health, mental health. But then there's like a lack we've seen slashing in that we've seen the rejection of universal health care. You know, there's people who might want to go who have health insurance, but don't have coverage for that sort of stuff. Like, um, and you know, the younger we get, um the younger we get i know you always give me shit the younger the younger you get on a timeline when you go back and you look at younger ages it's like the mental health issues are a little bit more more prevalent they have more anxiety issues they have more insecurities about stuff and i think it just gets worse and worse and worse and it's compounding and then we're not like really addressing the issue at all but what Um, do you think that is that's what i want to find out it's like why like it's not like helpful to anybody i don't care what like part of the spectrum of like politics you're on it's not helpful. I mean, yeah, I to mean, not I, address the issue. It's like, what is stopping people? Well, I think that it's kickbacks and getting money and wanting to make sure that they're getting what they want. That's you know, um, I was having an argument with someone about, like, say, Ron DeSantis in Florida, who I think is a lunatic, and um, I was telling him, I was like, look, you know, Ron DeSantis, you can. And it's, it's people wanting the outcome that they want and they don't care how they get there. And that's what's really interesting. And that's like the conversations I've been having with them because I was like, look, Ron DeSantis is doing like authoritarian style shit. That's totally not cool. Like, like I, I was like, he's using his political power to punish a company who used their free speech to speak out about something that they didn't like. And then he ripped away their special tax exempt status. And he's just like fucking with Disney constantly because he didn't like what they said. I was like, and that's totally out of bounds. And he's like, well, I agree. And I was like, so, but you, but you, I was like, but you're okay with it because you like what he said. So you don't give a shit about the tactics that are used as long as you get the outcome that you want. So some of these politicians, they want to get their votes. They want to hold their districts. This is exactly why you have to have term limits on even state legislatures and everything like like you have to have you can't just have senators sitting there like Orrin Hatch being representing Utah for like 55 years that guy was fucking crazy at the end RIP because he at passed the away end. oh he did yeah he passed away recently but he was a crazy piece of shit 
um and he was like fucking shit up up until like two years ago until he decided to leave and there's no way that that guy's like speaking for a majority his dem his demographics have changed so much and they've gerrymandered and redlined his district so much to move it to where he keeps getting reelected. but that doesn't like that 65 year old mormon man it's like not they don't gerrymander it. He's a senator, and it was Utah, and the demographics. Oh yeah, changed. no, sorry. Well, I'm all, no, <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, hey, Utah's pretty big. But what I'm saying is, in like, um, people. No, who I are, know exactly what you're saying. I totally get it. It was just maybe, yeah. or maybe not one hash, but like, totally understand what you're saying. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, but there's it. But, uh, it's like Mitt Romney sucked when he was running against Barack Obama. Uh, now, I'd vote for Mitt Romney in a fucking second over Trump. Like, are you kidding me? So it's like, it's like we haven't changed. It's like one party has changed dramatically, and it is gross, dude. Well, I think they're they they're, they want more. They want votes. Like more people are voting, and historically, in heavier popular dense populated areas those areas are normally more liberal so they got to prevent them from voting so they have they to do gotta, all this stuff yeah they're exactly they gotta take so, the money from the fucking gun wherever lobby. they wherever they can and that's why like i've said you know i'm not it's, i, I it, uh, as they it's it's hard to say because the the party is not the same as it was before and, and it was fucking crazy before it was crazy before but now like <laughs> but i said there's a lack of accountability like you you slash 200 million dollars for mental health funding in this state you don't get to sit up there and talk about how it's a mental health issue. You're it's a hypocrite. Not. Yeah, it's not. Every, like, no, it's every country it's, deals with mental No, I know what you're saying. I'm just trying to just reiterate. Every country deals with mental health issues. It, but there's one country that's not like the others when it comes to gun violence. And I like I, to be honest, I don't, don't want to I don't want to shut down like the conversation. I just feel like we should I don't know, just like leave it at this. Like, if if you're cool with that, I mean, if you have more to say, like, I'm no, to, I mean, and you know, I'm here like, to listen to it. Like, I just don't want to go down like a rabbit hole. It's just like, it no, just I know, really I know, I understand. Me. No, I know it does. I mean, and that's why I'm trying to like, I know it, like, I know it really bothers you, man, and it bothers the shit out of me too. And I've, I live down here, you know, um, and, you know, we grew up here, so it's just like frustrating. That's all I'm saying is that, you know, be the hip, the hypocrisy about what it is, because that's not what the main issue is. You could say that's a part of the problem, but that's not the only problem. Um, and, you know, to say that if, if that's your choice and you say, no, this is the only problem, well, you've done nothing but be proactive in slashing that shit and making sure that we're not making headway in that. If so, if that's the problem, you're doing the polar opposite. Oh, you know, that's what you're saying. Like, yeah, so like, yeah, like you're, you're lactose like, or you're, you're lactose calling it a mental health issue, but you're taking yeah. money away from mental health issues. Yeah, I, I used yeah. to have this chef I used to work with way back in the day. Idiot. He was a fucking idiot because he would sit there and complain about his Crohn's disease all the fucking time. And I'd watch this dude eat like bowls of ice cream and like six pieces of red velvet cake, had the worst diet you've ever seen, and would call in sick all the time and blame it on his Crohn's disease. And I get it, bro. You got Crohn's, but you're not pro. Like you're not doing anything to help yourself. Like, so you're just like, it's your own fault. Like I can only, my sympathy can only go so far, you know? Um, and we're not sitting here being proactive about it. So what they're claiming the issue is they've done nothing but be regressive in the policies they've put in, put forth to address these fucking issues. 
so you don't get to use that card that's yeah. bullshit you're full of shit yeah how, how convenient how convenient that that's what the that's what your fucking issue is now and, like, and this then, is what they want us to do is like argue about that instead of like the real issue well no Which exactly like but i mean the amount I mean, of guns in this country well but that's also why you know why what with beto going there and calling them out and then what he said afterwards and like you know i, I was telling someone like that's why the families of the victims have been meeting with beto and not abbott there's like then that should be extremely telling of like how those how those people directly impacted by that horrific act that happened in uvalde those parents are meeting with beto while ted cruz and everyone else is out gallivanting whatever bullshit they're doing so ted cruz is at the fucking uh nra convention a day later yeah in houston in in the state yeah it's just it's so mind-blowing and you know the the it's not a, it shouldn't be a political issue this is an issue that the world's having you know canada just addressed it what they freezed all handgun sales and transactions and like they're, they're cracking down on smuggling they've essentially they've essentially put a put a, a a permanent freeze on selling handguns so they're not taking them if you have them and that's the whole thing is I, the whole criminals are going to criminal is not an excuse no not even for close. no because that's that's then okay well people are just going to drink and drive so we just don't need drinking and driving laws because people are just going to do it no like there needs to be some sort of punishment there needs to be some sort of some sort of checks and balances where if you go out and you sell some i mean because i think at least 21 should be the minimum so if it's 21 if you sell some 20 year old kid a handgun you you should fucking get a felony for that because that should be against the law it's it's a no-brainer for me we don't let them buy jewel pods you don't let them rent cars the only thing you can do when you turn 18 in this country is vote open up a bank account without your parents get a credit card in your name without your parent with because you have your own credit and buy a fucking gun that's it and go to war though that's the- well and go to war but even then but but when you go to war there's men there you do mental health evaluations physical tests training. you go through training you're you're supervised yeah no, and, and, the, and so, so so it's completely different because you can get rejected and i had this argument with somebody the other day man like the qualifications for you to join the military now are so much higher than like when we left school they wanted to send kids off to iraq and afghanistan didn't give two shits high school no high school you can sign up and you're you know you're not pigeon-toed you can get out there and go fucking serve your country that's when we were graduating yeah now now if you don't have a diploma you like they're you're not even in consideration man because that fluctuates they change that but it's the supply and demand we need more soldiers so we'll offer geds and then give them gi bills if they come in whether they have high school or night we'll make them get their ged during basic that's, that's smart that's but that, but that's but that's smart right because they're creating opportunities so that's the reason why some people who were making really bad decisions when we were kids ended up doing okay and then ended up coming out better because they went into the military they joined they, they were forced to get their ged then they got a bunch of money they got their gi bill they came back and went to college they wouldn't have done that had it not been for that opportunity so they but now they don't need as many so they raise the bar and then they'll lower the bar and they raise but there's still a fucking bar and the bar for mental health is that's irrefutable. You can't, there's movies about that, like full metal jacket. you like, they don't let cr- super crazy people into the fucking military. If you do, you get dishonorably discharged and that can keep you from getting a job at subway 10 years from now. So to compare being 18 and going to Academy and then, you know, joining the military is completely different. That's not even, that's, that's not even apples and oranges. Those aren't even, but those aren't both fucking fruit. 
Yeah. That's like, you know, like that's, and so when I hear that argument, it's so frustrating because that's so disingenuous and that's such bullshit. You're disregarding all of the checks and balances that we have. And to keep- yeah, so yeah, so you have checks and balances for that, but you don't have for like someone just to buy that exact same weapon that you're training somebody for a years to yeah, like handle like uh, you just go buy it like on your 18th yeah, birthday yeah like, yeah on the streets yeah you show up you show up to the army with your own gun you show up to the police <laughs> force insane. you show up to the police force with your own gun and they would wave the whole gun gun training portion of cadet training like, yeah, oh don't got, worry about it got, oh yeah yeah you could just sign up for the swat team there'd be a craigslist ad for it fuck the training don't need that like that doesn't make any sense like to, to and even to get higher up and become an officer or a first class private or anything to to be a sergeant of MP, my military police. There is so many qualifications and things you have to do just to advance and not just be a grunt and a scrub for forever. And not even that, when not that go- any soldiers are scrubs. I don't mean no, it that no, way. No, but, but even when know. they go through those qualifications, yeah. they're still like the bad, you know, not to bring it back to the fruit, but bad apples. Like, you know, it's like you, you so the fact that you don't have like to go through those qualifications of course it's going to be a shit yeah there's a kid that there i know you know i've had a couple kids that have worked for me who wanted to join the military and they needed letters of recommendation because one of them had like adhd and had like something else and was dyslexic and like needed a letter of recommendation from three people to join the army because 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 he has adhd and that's sorry it's just you know i know i know i just want to like just help ourselves out like and who it's an intense subject it fucking bums me out and Noah bums joseph out he's out there like we're out here and um you know i appreciate the audience for listening um as we like to do let's end it on something positive and that is your boston celtics going to the finals yeah baby Um, shout out uh golden state warriors out here going there let's go let's go let's go um i i feel and you'll get this but i feel like you know i have a i have a ex-girlfriend who sucks ass um and she was from <laughs> she's from that area and she was like always she's a huge warriors fan was always talking shit Bay area. and i really want i mean honestly golden state's great and i've always I, I think i was rooting for him at the same time this was years ago and you know they're they're really good i really want to beat them i think we have a chance to beat them but i think we're one of the best defensive teams that we've ever seen in nba history i think we're first place in every single first in every single statistical defensive category and every single player on our starting five got at least one vote for defensive player of the year and we have the defensive player of the year so i think we got a chance i think we i think if i think you could you maybe could see a jason tatum takeover i like the bodies we can throw at people i think we're gonna make steph work I think Jalen Brown's going to have a big think of Jalen Brown averages 25 to like 25 to 30 for the series. I think if he goes off like that, I think we win because I think that he'll they can keep up with Steph on defense. So I'm not worried about us playing defense. I like our chances. Well, I'm going to put the thousand dollars that I owe you on the line and I don't know who I'm picking yet, but I have till Thursday. And uh, your boy Marcus Smart Wait, has you're gonna, multiple. You're gonna take the money you owe me to bet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna bet a thousand dollars on this, especially because I can't even figure out who I think is gonna win right now. But um, no, no I, 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 I'm I, just making a joke. But uh, no, I am gonna throw some cash on this, but I just don't know for who yet. And I, Mar- I, I Marcus Smart, it. Marcus Smart, as he just said, he has multiple leg injuries. So him trying to 
trying to do like cover Steph like might be a little bit difficult. Yeah, but it's a team effort, man. I mean, because we got like White, so White, our backup point guard, he's big. Like we're tall, man. We're tall and long. Like mm-hmm. they're really good, and I think that Robin Williams, the, Ask Wiggins, Ask Looney, those are really going to be the X factors if they can. Yeah, if, yeah, if, but if I think off, Looney, gets, Looney gets eaten up. Looney gets eaten up by Tice, but by, by Williams. Oh, that's here too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ty, yeah. He gets eaten up by Williams. I'm saying, and then Al Horford. Come on, dude. Al Horford's gonna. Al Horford's. If you want is anybody to win is the championship, it... you want Al Horford to win. When Al no. Horford's played, uh, this is his first finals appearance, 140 playoff games. Longest, without. longest. He has the record for a uh, player to go, or most playoff games without ever making a finals until right now. I mean, he's, I mean, for me. He's and a, he's our age. That's no, he's, he's, he's no doubt. He's a no doubt Hall of Famer for sure. Well, we'll see if he gets, no, definitely, if he gets torched. Think about it. He was know. a back-to-back uh ncaa basketball champ oh well everybody in the nba gets in the hall of fame it's like everybody um in baseball gets drafted because he played on one of the greatest college basketball teams of all time so i mean i would love to see al horford win it i i like our chances it feels really good i keep my mouth shut about basketball how about this just shout out you know for the warriors Celtics. let's keep it positive and uh you know we'll have an update in a week yeah, you guys, um, you know, stay positive. Times Things have been rough right now, but take care of yourselves. Check on the people you care about. You know, try to enjoy your life. Be positive. Surround yourself with positive people. Do, you know, do whatever you take. Do whatever it takes to make sure that you're, you know, finding that balance in your life. And y'all just, you know, make sure you guys go out and vote. That's if you're really passionate about this and you want shit to change, we got to go out and vote. So, I mean, that's all I can really say. But, you know, we love you guys. I'm not going to say what yeah. I normally nah, say. You nah, guys I'll are, give you the pass. I'll give you the pass. Yeah, yeah. You guys are all great, and we do love and appreciate all of y'all. So thanks for watching and listening. Y'all just be safe, and we will see you guys on next Monday. Be good, you guys. Shout out. Thank you. Thank you.